welcome to the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Kelly. And our members are always looking for opportunities to connect with clients. And today we're going to talk about using social media, I think we've heard of that before, to build your real estate business. And we've invited a few members who are successfully growing their business with social media to share their strategies. First on the program today, we have Carrie Little of Carmark Realty Group in Chicago and Brandon Blankenship with Keller Williams Premier Properties in Glen Ellen. Carrie, Brandon, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me too. So Carrie, uh, you're a managing broker who is very involved with realtor associations at the local, state, and national uh, level. In fact, you're currently serving on the board of directors of Four Main Street Organization of Realtors, Illinois Realtors, and the National Association of Realtors. <laughs> you're staying busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Brandon, you're a bit, um, a bit newer to the business, but you're quickly making a name for yourself. Can you both tell us a little bit about yourself and your real estate background? I think Brandon should go first because his is more interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Interesting story. Yeah. So um, thanks, Karen, for that. Um, yeah, uh, born and raised in the Chicago Western suburbs, uh, Glen Allen, uh, just not too far from Naperville, because that's probably where everyone else has heard from wherever you're listening to from the Chicagoland area. Uh, but pretty much got my start in real estate uh, in California initially, um, did it for a few months there um, from November 2019, all the way up till COVID hit in March 2020. Um, COVID hit LA super, super hard. and It was pretty crazy. But I didn't. I didn't move to California to do real estate at all. I actually graduated from uh, college from Northern Illinois University with a degree in sports management. Uh, moved out to Pasadena, uh, Pasadena, California, and uh, got a marketing job in downtown Pasadena and quit in like two days because I was like, I'm 22. I I can't be sitting at a desk right now. <laughs> so I left. Did a lot of like random jobs. I worked at the Rolls as an event coordinator, um, and I worked at a part-time job at a gym. Had a close family friend that's a broker out in the Beverly Hills area. Mentioned real estate to me one day. Rest is history. Like I said, COVID hit uh, California super hard. Saw a lot of my high school buddies start buying homes and stuff like that, and um, I was and I missed my family a ton. And I was just basically like, okay, I can be that guy. So um, ever since January 2021, I've been building my real estate business back here, um, home in Illinois. Um, I've done about 50 transactions so far with around 17 million sales volume since then. That'll do. That'll do. Yeah. (laughs) That is an incredible story, though, Brandon. Uh, Carrie, what about you? Well, mine is just not that exciting. (laughs) I I got into the real estate industry in 1997. I worked part-time for a builder. And I found that I was taking everyone through the homes, but I wasn't getting paid the compensation that everyone else was making. So I decided in 2001, so you hear that 2021 is when Brandon got licensed and I got licensed in 2001. (laughs) So I've been playing in the sandbox for a long time. So, and so when I got licensed for me, it was a little bit different. Um, I I was kind of a stay at home mom. I worked a little bit part-time. But I got into the real estate industry, number one, because I realized I was doing all of the work. And number two, I also realized that I wanted to be available for my kids. I was the person that wanted to be able to take my kids to the swimming pool. I'll also say that I got into the real estate industry because in 1997, when I did buy my first home, I found that I didn't really get the process. I didn't understand that I could purchase the home until I closed when they handed me the keys. So I thought, you know what? 
I've been working for a builder. I didn't get the process. Why not get into the real estate industry so I could do it better than I thought it was done for me? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and then things blow up from there, as we can see from both of your uh, immeasurable success, guys. So uh, thanks you so much. Um, but let's dive now into the social media strategies uh, that you've been there. Obviously, we live in a more digital world than we ever have, um, especially in Carrie, you being in the business uh, for, you know, what, 20 years now, um, you know, you can speak to... Of course, how this has changed, but tell me just a little bit, how do you guys like devise your strategy and your goals when it comes to like getting started and building your audience? So for, for me, it was a little bit different in like 2008 or nine, the office admin was like, Harry, you need to get on social media. So since 2000, you know, when I started in 2009, it was just because someone told me to. So there was no strategy. However, because I was on social media, I have been building an audience since 2009. So no goals in the beginning, but now my strategy is to be consistent on social media. And I'll tell you back, so pandemic kind of changed everything. I was, I was on social media a lot. I, was, I posted, but there was never any strategy. So when COVID hit, I decided I'm going to pick a day to go live on social media. I'm going to be consistent with the time and I'm going to use that to build my audience. And I'll tell you, this is this was the change for me. It was commitment and consistency that helped me really build my social media platforms. So that that was just that was a little bit of the strategy. That's how I got. So I got started in 2009, but I've shifted and I'm uh, a little more purposeful now on social media. Brandon, what about you? Yeah, um, when I restarted building my business back up here in Illinois and uh 2021 of last year in January, I kind of knew that I just wanted to go the direction of social media uh, with video and everything like that. Uh, personally, for me, I believe that personal brand is the biggest form of currency in just any business that you run right now. Um, and it's just understanding and developing that like, know, and trust factor within your audience, like Carrie was saying, um, and just being able to connect with people. I think social media just makes it so easy for me to connect with you know, my age demographic and my ideal client is, which is a young professional in the industry um, around my age, looking to purchase their first home, most likely within the next five years, you know, with uh, different life changes, whether they're getting married, um, you, you know, new job careers and everything like that. Um, and just being able to impact them, you know, much, much, you know, quicker, uh, more efficient, and giving them all the knowledge upfront and giving them value before they even reach out to me. So, just developing that gap in that relationship before we even come in contact. And um, I mean, that's kind of all I do. I mean, I, I work on multiple various different platforms and I think they all have um, usefulness. And um, I, I truly understand that, you know, my audience is different from a Facebook and Instagram and a YouTube. And uh, I just do my best to just kind of keep building that personal brand um, and not just develop, you know, you know, referrals from my sphere of influence, but also agents across kind of, you know, the city of Chicago that don't want kind of the verbs and, you know, just all along the states in the U.S. Can I say the cool thing about what Brandon said was he um, is connecting with his audience online and he's giving, giving, giving. He's giving the information. So by the time they get to him, they already know who he, who he is. Because for those of us that have been in the business for 21 years, we still kind of want to hold on to that information. And there's a shift. If, if we're not making the shift in making the information available, the consumer is going to go find the person who is. Love that. 
So Brandon, you mentioned being on multiple platforms, um, and I understand both of you are. Do you guys have different messages for each one? Like, for example, maybe one channel is good for prospecting. Maybe another one is good for reengaging with clients. Or does some of the content resonate well across all the platforms? Yeah, I would, I would say for, for myself, I'll speak for myself. I mean, I think it's pretty various. I think one of my bread and butters that a lot of brokers don't touch right now um, is, is kind of YouTube. So a lot of my content on YouTube is kind of not just me selling myself as a broker, but as a local expert, I kind of just brand myself as selling suburbs. And, you know, I'm creating content for people that are looking to relocate to the area, whether it be for a, a job transfer or just because they can work from home now and they miss the Midwest and they, they want to get out of California or something like that. So I'm creating content on giving people the information on what's like living, playing and everything else in between, whether it be Glen Allen, Naperville, any kind of Chicago suburb. And just the cherry on top is that I'm a real estate broker. So I did about five transactions just from YouTube um, this year, probably around two mil GCI from that. And I probably referred out four deals from YouTube alone um, in various different Chicagoland areas and gained the referral from, you know, if someone's relocating from Tennessee, I can connect them with one of my agent partners over there. And then uh, with Instagram and Facebook, it's kind of just me, you know, connect staying connected with my past clients i had all my past clients there i'm, I'm an open book carrie any thoughts on that so i would say for all of my platforms the the message is a little bit different so i've been on facebook since they allowed the um the gen xers to be on facebook <laughs> uh, and so i it's always been me it's always been my authentic me but I quickly realized being, you know, so my husband and I realized that when we would go live, we'd actually get more engagement. So this is just me, Carrie and Mark being the Carrie and Mark show, having conversation and then having just general conversation about real estate. Okay, Mark, you're you're working on an investment property. Tell me kind of what happened. And because we just simply have a conversation about real life and it gets quite comical, people reach out because they have a property that they just want to get rid of, or they have a property that they want to sell. And as a, I am, you know, a Caremark Realty Group, I'm the managing broker. So my, my description of what I do every day has changed a little bit. So my goal is to run the company and to recruit real estate agents and to educate real estate agents, even if they're not with our brokerage. So again, Facebook is pretty much who we are but it does generate real estate business for my husband, which is really renovation and flips. And it, and it keeps me connected with my sphere of influence. So when my sphere of influence reaches out, then I also have someone that can work with them. Now, Instagram is a little bit different because again, I became intentional back in 2020 and I, I use Instagram to uh, recruit real estate agents, to educate real estate agents and to build a brand for the company. So for me, it's the give, 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 give um, in education, because I want you to at least reach out to me to have a conversation. Even if you decide to go somewhere else, I want to make sure you really understand what's happening when you decide to get your real estate uh, license or to go with another brokerage. I also recruit from Snapchat. I've been on Snapchat since it was available only because one of my kids said there was an age limit. And I'm like, I will be 14 right along with you. Uh. <laughs> and and people follow us on Snapchat because they get the comical carrying mark uh, late at night. And then I I've been on YouTube for a very long time, but also so 2022 I decided you know what I'm going to become intentional. So I started creating one 10 minute video a week, and I premiere it every Wednesday. And it has um, 
gotten me more engagement and builded more I'm building more relationships with other real estate agents all over the United States. And TikTok, I also started because I wanted to test it. And I found that people want entertainment. They want the truth about whatever business you're in. And I went from 240 followers to over 11,000 in like three weeks. <laughs> I'd say that registers as success. Um, yes. so. And it's different for everyone. And if someone were like, oh my gosh, they're doing everything. I would just say, pick one, be consistent and commit. You're right. Finding that audience really does come down to content most of the time. So, you know, where do your ideas for content come from? Um, and is there like a type of content that generates the most engagement or the best responses for you? Um, it's a lot R&D. I mean, I, all the real estate brokers are going to make the same video. How to buy a home. You don't really need 20% down to purchase a home. But at the end of the day, we all have different sphere of influences and everyone's personality and how they deliver a video is truly different. And, um, you know, like I said, I just do a lot of R&D. And um, a big thing for my business, too, is that, you know, I like making videos on, on property tours and everything like that. And I, and I think for me, I just like having fun with it. I think that's the biggest thing. And at the end, of the day, it helps me attract people that I personally want to work with. Um, and, and there's a lot of inspiration I take from content when I, you know, create those talking head style videos about, you know, talking about how to buy a house or how to sell a house or what you should do, or the first three things or whatever the case may be. And there's also, you know, a lot of inspiration that goes behind, uh, the, the different type of listing videos I make. And I think the beautiful thing about it, especially within my brokerage is that, you know, a lot of agents are doing the same thing now in terms of those being in front of the camera. Um, you know, being in those videos for listings. And I think it's also the coolest thing because I feel like when I moved here, I think that really lacked in the Chicago suburbs. People in the city of Chicago do a lot of cool stuff, but here in the Chicago suburbs, I think, you know, Carrie's spicing up, I'm spicing up. We're, we're doing like different things for a lot of those people in the city are doing. And um, it's just cool because at the end of the day, I get a lot of people that ask me about those listing videos. Carrie, what about you? I'd have to say being your authentic you. So I find that I get more engagement for a few things. For video, video, video. Everything Brandon said is so true. Luckily for me, I used to edit television for a living. So it just comes easier to me. Um, but I would say if anyone's like challenged and thinking I can't do it, people really want to know you know, who you are. They want to know like how you live, work and play. And they want information about the communities. So speaking on the content, um, and I know you guys stay busy. Um, I know there's only so much time in the day and creating content takes time, especially high quality content. Um, do you have any advice for members who are trying to make the most of their time on social media or, you know, just getting started out with being on social media more? I would say if if you're trying to figure out how to create content, the hardest thing for many of us is to take what's in our head and, and get it into the written word, the spoken word, or, um, or even video. So I always tell agents, what's the pressing question right now? And, you know, you can open up your mobile device and you could literally, you know, take your notepad on your phone and then write down questions that people are asking you or what's in the news and be the person that answers that question. Again, you know, anybody can give you the 10 steps to home ownership, but can they tell you how to deal with interest rates going up? Or can they compare it to what happened in 2001 or 2008? So whenever you have a pressing question, or maybe you have a new challenge, it's not, the new agents, you, I think, Brandon, you should have new content at least every week because someone's going to ask you something you don't know and become 
the figure it out person. Go figure it out and then share that content online. Yeah, and I kind of agree with everything that Carrie said. And Carrie said something in the beginning, and especially for like agents that are trying to create content, is just is just uh, you know start with one platform. I mean, Carrie and I go multiple platforms because we do this is what we do kind of thing. But if you know where our, your ideal clientele is, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, just stick with that, run with it, and build your brand there first of all. And you know, with the content, I feel like my 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 age generation everything I, I feel like there's a lot of younger brokers out there but something i've noticed a lot too is that everyone's just kind of willing to share like everything i feel like everyone's a salesperson now especially like tiktok instagram and i mean carrie said it right i think you know if you're if you're getting into this content creating space stick with that short form content i mean we got remembered that the average person's attention spans about eight seconds long so you got to be able to hook them right away. No one cares about me saying, hey, my name is Brian Blankshaw, Keller Williams Career Properties. Do X, Y, and Z. No one cares about that. You're, I'm not going to hook anyone in. You got to hit them with the value first because like an app like TikTok, you literally have two seconds or they scroll up or down. I mean, you like time is time is money when it comes to it. So I feel like, you know, if someone's in that space, any agent that's listening to this, looking to create content, I would say go short form content. Um and just, uh, you know, just give, just keep providing value, just give, 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 and then, you know, go for the right hook um, and just stick with one platform. You don't got to be a jack of all trades at the beginning, just stick with one platform, wherever your audience is and just run with it. You know, when it comes to social media, you know, some, sometimes we get stuck on our mobile devices and we're just swiping or we're going back to our feeds or our profiles to see if anybody's engaging. And that I can tell you that will get you stuck because you'll be so consumed with, has someone liked it? Has someone shared it? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I would say, you know, to measure success, look to see if I do think uh, you want your audience to engage. And if they're not engaging, are you generating leads? Because if you have three really good posts and you're doing business, then you know you're, you're doing well. If you have so much content and your, your, your network on social media is not growing, you might want to switch some things up. So measuring success, are people engagement? Are you getting the views? How long, people, how long are people staying on your pages to view your content? And then I would say, I have to agree with Brandon, be patient. When, if you get so hooked on watching what everyone else is doing on social media, you will be stressed out. One of my good friends, Sarah Ware, said people should do real estate like social media didn't exist. But I always add on to her sentence, but then do social media, because if you can focus on your business and then social media is an extension of your business, it will help you in the five to 10 years when we make that shift, because we know the Internet has been around for for the World Wide Web for over 33 years. And we know everyone under the age of 30 or around the age of 33, the median um, age of a home buyer, we know they're going to eventually become sellers and they're probably going to choose you from the internet. Measuring success on social media is, do you have a following? doesn't have to be huge. Are you getting some engagement? Are you generating maybe some leads or some conversation? And are you integrating it into your traditional marketing? And I'll tell you, Um, One good example I have is when I decided to go live on social media every Friday, I, you know, I I went live and many people don't realize this, just start talking right away, even if no one shows up, because what we know is people are going to come back to view it. 
So I might have three or five people. And I thought, you know what? I got to go back to traditional. So I knew I was going to still go live, but I, I added email marketing. And I also added posts on social media telling you that I was going to be live on social media. So I easily went from three followers to I can have at least 100, up to 100 followers on a Friday watching me because I took the other channels or digital marketing to increase the following. So anybody can do this. It just might not happen the same way for you. But if you're consistent, I would say integrate the traditional marketing. And even uh, my 2023 goal is to add direct mail marketing to get more people on the platform. That's some great That's advice. Great advice, guys. <laughs> um, do you have any last advice for realtors who want to expand their online presence or one thing you want them, important thing you want them to know um, from this podcast that you maybe haven't mentioned yet? I would say pick one thing and be consistent and maybe write down, what do you really want to get out of this? You know, mm -hmm. today you can Google, um, you know, a discovery for what you want to really do on social media. Pick one thing, figure out, you know, you know, brainstorm one day with another realtor friend and say, what could we talk about on social media? Then if you're going to create live video, if it's even if it's going to be once a month, pick the day, pick the time and stick to it because people like consistency and they will show up. Yeah, I'm going to try to top that, uh, but I, I can't. Um, I would just say video is probably the most important thing at the end of the day. I think, um, you know, we're going to this phase where like we have to be able to hook people's attention spans, um, just focusing in on video and um, just do it. And what if we actually did what Brandon just said? What if your goal was to start, let's say January 2nd, because we know what's going on January 1st, we're sleeping in. <laughs> so let's say it's January 2nd and you actually committed to doing this and you gave it one year. Could you even imagine the online presence that you have? Nobody cares what you look like. They care if they can hear you and if you're giving them information they can learn from. So I say, yes, the Brandon strategy, just do it. <laughs> I think you have inspired a lot of people and I hope we're going to see realtor social media explode over the next couple of, over the next year. Let's just do that. Yeah. Um, but Carrie, Brandon, thank you so, so much. You've been so amazing here, giving us a lot to think about. Thank you for joining us on Illinois Realtors Weekly. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for joining us on this latest episode uh, of the podcast. As always, give us a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We'll see you next week.